a week of release. It's a week of freedom. It's a week where the prison doors are open. It's a week where the bondage is coming out. The chains must be loose. The shackles must come off. The obstacles must be broken. The barriers must be dealt with. The valleys must be filled. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. I'm going to continue from what I promised you from Friday. But before then, if you remember, I told you that one of the greatest blessings God can also give to you is the ability to understand seasons. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. And also interpret spiritual things. Interpret spiritual things. That this sign that I see, this is what God is trying to tell you. Okay. That ability. And also to understand CZ. Because if you don't know where you are going, when you get there, you will know. Yes, sir. <laughs> Does it sound very good to somebody? Yes. If you are coming to Pram Pram and you don't know where Pram Pram is, you might get to Pram Pram and don't know that this is a place. So it's not in our good interest not to understand the times and the seasons. God is in partnership with a man. It is, it is, it is irreversible divine order. That God, the supernatural, is in partnership with the natural, especially with men. And the way we can cause the supernatural to respond is by our faith. Uh. So once we step into faith, God doesn't have a choice than to manifest his power. Lord, open my eye to understand the times and the seasons. That means that Sometimes eh, I preach a message on Sunday and I say that sometimes your favor can be in your pain. Yes, 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 but yes. if you are there and the pain starts and you don't know it's your time of season, ah. you will interpret it wrongly. That's so we need understanding of interpretation of the signs. Hallelujah. And remember, I gave you a sign and I told you that Joseph brothers are trying to kill him. And God decided that if I keep you among these guys, maybe they will destroy you. So let me send you there. But the process to get there was, was painful. So your favor is impregnated in your pain. Sometimes. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Huh? Get it straight. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, if possible, most of the time. Your favor is in your pain. You read through the Bible, you see through all the place. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, when you come, that is why when you study Apostle Paul very carefully. One of the books that he said, rejoice, 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 the book of Philippians. It's one of the books that he wrote at the end time. He was in a prison, and whilst he was, I mean, prison, God had to keep him in prison for him to write some of the books. But he talked about rejoicing, he talked about rejoicing, he talked about, he kept talking about joy, joy, joy. But at the time he was talking about joy, he was not in a very good state. Because you can't be in a prison and talk about joy. But as far as Paul is concerned, that is a breakthrough for me. So, without understanding the times and the season, you will misinterpret the state of what God is doing in your life. How many of you are understanding what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Hmm? It may be the house you are standing here, your pocket is empty, but the season showed that you have stepped into millions. Ah, it ah. is the, the, the interpretation of the season that brings the manifestation. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Hallelujah. I showed you yesterday also that uh, an angel came to Mary and said, hey, thou that a highly favored. That highly favored brought pregnancy. Yes, sir. It's not the kind of one that you can just go about to tell people that. No, 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 no. You are going to lose your, uh, I mean, uh, after your engagement, everybody is preparing for your wedding. And here you come, you are pregnant. When we ask, you say a ghost. 
a ghost has made you pregnant. Who is going to accept that? But that situation, God called it highly favored. Amen. That circumstance is called highly favored. I can give you more examples in the Bible. That situation is called highly favored. So you must be able to interpret the seasons. If you don't understand the seasons, you'll mix your visitation. Because sometimes it doesn't come the way you are expecting. God has his own road. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why in the realms of the spirit, uh, your voice is your address. Hey. Uh, that one I will tell you tomorrow. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Mm? In the realms of the spirit, that is what it is. Hallelujah. Your voice becomes your address. When God, have, the only thing heavy here is your voice. That is why in creation, all we heard was God's voice. That's all. In the realms of the spirit, that's it. Hallelujah. That, that's what it is. That is why Jesus said, you shall say to this mountain, you shall say to this mountain, and when I'm preaching the message, I'm, I'm going to tell you that your mountain has been speaking to you for years. It's time to speak to the mountain. Because God did it. No, 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 no. Hear this. The Bible did it. He said, you shall say to this mountain. The Bible didn't say God will say. He said you. So sometimes when we are waiting for God, God is waiting for us. Can't change the principle. Amen. Help me to understand the times and the seasons of my life and help me to interpret spiritual things. Let me not miss. That is why the sons of Issachar rule the other tribes. Because at that particular, the Bible said they understand the times and the seasons. So if you don't understand the times and the seasons, you stand the chance of mixing your visitation. Because it always doesn't come. Sometimes your favor is in your pain. And whilst the pain is going on, the favor is also manifesting. <laughs> Amen. The way up is the way down. Some people at the time of their serious wahala is when their breakthrough show up. That is why it is very stupid for you to commit suicide. Because your favor may be in your pain. At the time you feel like taking your life, <laughs> light is about to show up in a tunnel. And bam. This is the extent of Christianity. Paul said, we must through my tribulation to enter the kingdom of God. So it doesn't come. And the thing is that the way God does it, you do it in a way that you will say it's your strength. She will make sure by the time he finishes the miracle, eh? <laughs> you yourself will find a way to present it. And everybody around you will know that this is not you. Because we know you. Amen. I am making some conclusions in my life. And part of the, in my Christian world, part of the conclusion is that, number one, following God can be very slow in terms of where you are going. But it is sure. These are the conclusions I'm coming along. Sometimes, conclusion number two, it comes with a lot of struggles. There is a place you look back and you know that you have done all you know to do. And nothing is changing. I have 
a message you have not preached, what do you do when God is silent? And you should not talk him back. I'll tell you more conclusions. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the conclusions are God's greatest pain is when we doubt him. I have come to the conclusion that his greatest pleasure is when we believe him. But can you believe? Now in the midst of that, it's going to be based on the message I'm going to preach. That is what I call prophetic defining moment in every child of God's life. No matter how the struggle seems to be going, there is a place that after the fasting and the prayer and you know what to do and as if you are even trying to forget God just step into the matter. Maybe one or two people understand what I'm talking about. They have experienced it a little bit. And so I told you that it's amazing sometimes you wait for the devil to do his worst before he step in to do his best. Why didn't you stop the devil somewhere? He wait. And I'm saying that during those prophetic moments, there is something we call breakthrough. Now, if there is something we call breakthrough, there is something we call resistance. It means that if I'm traveling to Togo on the road and I go to the flower, I can even pass through the flower border because that is what divides Togo and Ghana. And when you go there, there is a border here that is for Ghana. And there is another one here that is for Togo. In between, it's called no man's land. Now, you can cross successfully and get here, but these people will not allow you. Because this one can make a law contrary to this one. So this one can open his border, but this one can lock it. Depends on the circumstance around. This one too can lock his border that this one has opened. Now if you are here, you can't even penetrate to come here. But when this one has opened, you can still get to the no man's land. But how do you enter Togo? So a breakthrough is when the obstacle is lifted. Ah. A breakthrough is when the mountains are level. Now, in Matthew chapter, Mark chapter 11 and verse number 23, eh, he said, if you have faith as a grain of master seed, very I say unto you that whosoever shall say, everybody say, say, unto this mountain, <laughs> be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. This is one of the most, <laughs> most favorite scriptures Jesus used to teach about faith. Are you with me? So you shall say to this mountain, be that removed. I want to come to Luke chapter 17, verse number 6. Everybody say mountain. Everybody say mountain. Now in Luke chapter 17, the Lord said, if you have faith, if you have faith as the grain of mustard seed, then you might say to this sycamore tree. Now in the account of Matthew, you use mountain. When we come to Luke, he said tree. What is the difference? There is no much difference between that. I'll preach that along the way, but today that's not my message. Now, if you are dealing with tree, it means that you are dealing with root. Hey. Oh. Somebody getting what I'm talking about here. So the mountain and the and the and the tree has a very strong significance. It's not easy to just go and move a mountain. Are you getting it? It's not also easy to uproot a tree. Now the reason is because if it's a tree, then it has been there for years. It depends on the tree they are talking about. And the Lord is saying that it doesn't matter how long it has been there, you can say. 
somebody did not hear what I said. If you have faith as a great, you might say unto this command. It's might, so you can choose not to. The other one said mountain, the other one said tree. He didn't say plant. He said tree. <laughs> he didn't even give us the size. But if you look at the sycamore tree, you have to go and Google what is a sycamore tree and understand the characteristic of a sycamore tree. Are you getting it? Now watch this. For instance, if you are dealing with trees and you come to the place like palm tree, uprooting it is not an easy thing because of the nature of its root. So the fact that Jesus used a tree means that he's talking about something that has been there for long. Now hear this. One of the most difficult way of operating faith is when the thing decides to prolong. I'm teaching. Amen? It is easy when you start naming the claim in three months is gone. The reason called Abraham, God, God called Abraham the father of faith is that he hold on to faith for 30 years. 30th anniversary of holding on to faith. Of speaking now, hear this. There is another thing. So this is a sycamore tree. Now it is found in a desert because Jesus Christ came to live around the desert. And when you go to the desert, all the trees there, they have the capacity to stand the weather. Because it doesn't rain in the desert, but somewhere, somehow, they survive because not every plant can survive in a desert. So, one of the characteristics of this particular tree is that the root is very, very deep. That's a very deep root. It has a very deep root. Because if your root is not deep, you must go down deep before you can get some water. So, it doesn't even depend on the rainwater. It has to depend on the water moving underground. And Jesus said that, what he's trying to say is that, your problem can be a sycamore problem. It becomes an obstacle. Me and you, our problem may be a sycamore problem. Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Now, we are coming to the place and he's saying that. Ah, I'll preach this message maybe along the line. Let me finish this one. So, what the Bible is trying to say that in our walk with God, there are obstacles, there are barriers. It may not necessarily be put there by God because we all have an adversary. Our adversary is the devil. And the greatest problem, and I'm telling you something, I know you are having a lot of questions and you have a problem about this. And sometimes even David had a problem about that. Why is the, why is the wicked prospering? Question, can't you see that the things you struggle to get, your sisters who are not serving God get it just for because I told you yesterday that the greatest commodity the devil is trading is man's soul. Get this one, don't mix it. When you go to the devil, the greatest commodity and the most expensive commodity is man's soul. Jesus said that what will profit a man? What will profit a man if he gain the whole world? No, not Ghana, not Africa, world. No, 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 no. You are not getting the scripture world. If he gain the whole world, it means that all the wealth in the world is for you. We are not talking about you are trying to get some $10,000 to solve your problem. We are not talking about you are trying to rent a house. God, Jesus is saying that if you gain the whole world, not the whole universe, but well, 
from US to Russia to Europe to Africa to all the minerals, everything is for you. Jesus said, if you do that, then you lose your soul. So a soul of man cannot be compared to the wealth of the world. No. If you pack $10 million to go and do a crusade and one soul come to cry, it's still not, oh, I, I, I want to preach this thing. Do you understand what I'm talking about? It's still not. The, the, it's so val- That's why I say it's the most expensive commodity. So the devil doesn't mind to give you the word if he can take your soul. So he doesn't mind prospering people to take them to hell. Satan doesn't mind the richest man in the world. As long as he holds his soul, he's fine. Because at the end of the day, when you breathe your last breath, then you know that money is useless. I'm preaching. So, I don't mind. I don't mind. Don't, it's nice. We all have to prosper. Without money, it's very difficult to survive on this earth. Without money, you do. I mean, it's very difficult. Hallelujah. Money controls all kinds of things and that. So, you must, you must have money. You have to feed your family. I mean, you can't wake up. Your wife say, where is money? And start speaking in tongues. No. But Jesus is saying that it is useless to have the money and lose your soul. That means that if you have the money and you have your soul intact, then you are a threat to the devil. So let's prosper in the kingdom. Are you getting it? Now I'm saying that because there are obstacles and that we need what is called breakthrough. Everybody say breakthrough. No, everybody say breakthrough. Oh. Oh. So you were living in a single room and you were living there with a chair that was done in 1975. And suddenly somebody comes and says, Oh, Jackie. Would you mind if I give you my three-bedroom house to stay there? It's a breakthrough. Hmm? It's a breakthrough. If you start praying, Lord, I have come to the age, I'm now 27 years, I'm now 30 years, and I want to settle down in a matrimonial home, and suddenly a guy appears, promising, tongue-talking, designer, bearded man, comes and said, when is this giddy crocodile shoe? And said that, oh, I've been praying and I've been watching you around. And I saw a vision. And in a vision, we were worshiping in House of Redemption. And suddenly the roof went away and the ceiling went away. And I saw you come in a wedding gown like this. What a way to propose. And when you were coming down at a point, as if you were falling down, but when I stretched my hand, you fell in my hands. It's a breakthrough. I say it's what? A broken through. So there are different kinds of breakthrough. Your breakthrough will not necessarily be my breakthrough. There are things that you are praying for that I don't need it. Don't come to church and try to compare yourself with everybody. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Somebody here is praying for something, but it's not my prayer point. There is something to you are praying about. You are not praying about, but that is my major prayer point. That is the way God has made a system. Some people come here, they are praying for money. Others, they will never pray for money. Somebody has sat in trust, is looking for cars. Somebody is not thinking about that. Are you getting it? So everybody needs a breakthrough. Oh my. Everybody needs a breakthrough. Everybody needs a breakthrough. And this week, God will address your breakthrough and make sure that you surely breakthrough. So when breakthrough comes, it comes with joy, it comes with settlement, 
it makes you get closer to God. You enjoy the presence of the Lord. And hear this. I am saying that when you come to that prophetic defining moment, the reason I use the word prophetic defining moment is that what God said is coming to pass. No, 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 no. Only five people here. What he said that you're almost trying to forget about it. You have come to the place that loose manifestation is coming. What was said? So the day Sada wake up and he saw that he has Mrs. Menses. And he saw that, that as if me both for me, I want to vomit. And said I went to hospital. And he went there for check of malaria. The doctor said, No, I don't think it is malaria. The symptoms you are showing some malaria symptoms. I mean, let's go and do some lab tests. Wow, you can imagine the laboratory technicians at that time. I'm sure the guy did the test and did it again. again. Look, you come and look at the woman and go and do the test. Come and look at the woman and go and do the test. 90 years? What's going on? I'm sure the boy slapped the, the machines. Whatever they call this. Is the machine working all right? I don't expect you to bring me positive pregnancy tests. What is that? Well, I said, Doc, I don't know what is happening, but this is what the test is saying. It's a breakthrough. And I am here to prophesy to somebody that something that I delayed for years, hey, somebody is about to experience it. Amen. In the next 20 minutes, I can tell you that when that breakthrough comes, there is a moment that you come to where that defining moment, there are signs. When a woman is pregnant and is about to enter into labor, there will be signs. Are you getting it? It starts from the pregnancy. In fact, when a woman is pregnant, when they are there and they get pregnant, you can see there are signs. Signs. Different signs. They become pain. One sign. They weary a lot. Two signs. Huh? They vomit. It depends. Hallelujah. Sign. There are signs. When you feed the anesthesia, it becomes white. It means that that is what is there. They start be putting on weight, even though we are all fasting. So these are signs. Oh, I have a God who never fails. I have a God who never fails. I have a God who never fails. Jesus never fails. Yahweh never fails. Everybody says signs. Signs. So these signs are so sometimes when we are driving outside, you hear one, one, one. Then you hear motor is coming. When you see the motor, one, two, three, four, five, might be the present. No, so you have never seen, but it's a sign that somebody is coming. Are you getting what I'm talking about? When you hear the lightning flash, and then you hear boo, 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 light travel faster than sound. It's a sign that it is about to rain. You don't need anybody to interpret that to you. So when you come to your place of prophetic defining moment, there will be signs. And that is what I don't want you to mix it up. That is what I'm trying to show you. Because some of you, eh, you are just one step to the prophetic defining moment. After years of fasting, after years of prayer, after years of holiness, after years of integrity, after years of righteousness, after years of standing with God, there is about to be a prophetic defining moment. And I tell you, when that day comes, eh, everything begins to change. 
begin to change. So I'm not saying that what I'm teaching you means that you are in a mo- you are in the defining moment. But when you see those signs, it means that <laughs> you are very close. Some friends deceived me many years ago. Serious deception. And carried me to Cape Coast. And took me to a place called Kakum Park. Deception. That's what I told you it was a deception. The devil entered them and they deceived them. And there were other guys who were working on it. Pra, 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 so I thought the thing was easy. The guy holding me said, close your eyes, close, 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 and I close, I close. It's good to close your eyes, but I go to a meeting and say, open your eyes. Hey! And you see the thing go like this, woo, woo. I remember where I came from. I was looking down, I can't look down. What's going on? I told the guy, I want to go back. I want to go back. And I've gone about 75%. So I turn, and the guy says, Sir, thousands of people have come here, but if you go back, you will be the most dummy person I've ever seen in this place. He said, The distance you are walking back is longer than the one to finish. Now, hear this. Why should you have to come to your place of prophetic defining moment? And because you don't know it's your defining moment, you turn back. For the signs I'm going to give you, eh, when it comes and God starts giving you the symptoms of your prophetic defining moment, you need to have intercourse with anointing. Ah. Hey. Hey. Is somebody understand what I'm talking I know his name. I know his name. And let him carry you along. By fresh and no man prevail. By strength and no man prevail. Now, are you getting what I'm talking about? And I'm saying, I started with the all night out. When that prophetic defining moment comes, because everything is born by prayer and sustained by prayer. And prayer is the dispatch rather. It's the fastest means of communication with God. It's the only means. Now, it is one thing we can do that the devil cannot do. That is why God started everything with it. One of the power you have as a child of God and one of the qualities you have that the devil cannot try. Are you dancing? Satan can dance. Don't deceive yourself. Tongues, he speaks in tongues. If I have the tongues of men and tongues of angels. If I have tongues of men and tongues of angels. So angels have tongues. According to 1 Corinthians, that's what Paul said, chapter 13. If I speak in tongues of men and tongues of angels, it means that angels have tongues and he used to be an angel. And the gift and the calling of God are without repentance. He's just a retired angel. So if angels speak in tongues, Satan used to be an angel that his tongues is not gone. What else? Singing? Oh man. Instruments are in him. The way you are trying to practice, he was born with it. Are you getting what I'm talking about? But one thing you can do, he can't do is to pray. Ah, the devil cannot pray. And if he decides to pray, who is he praying to? They can't pray. Now hear this. And so when 
your prophetic divining movement comes. The edge to pray. I am not talking about forcing you to come to prayer meeting. It may even come when there is no program. You will still carry your bag and say, I'm going to Portis to go and find a broom and stand there. It is when, when it comes, there is a desire for you to wait upon the Lord. Nobody might be there. Nobody might be there. There might not be anybody. When it comes, you lose appetite for everything. Your husband tried to hug you. You are not satisfied. There is an emptiness. When the prophetic defining moment comes, there is that edge that you just want to pray. And when you are fortunate to it meet at the time when there is a program, you'll be the first to arrive there. Because it is, no, 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 here they said it. When that earth comes in, you don't have time for place of people who are prayerless. Who, 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 are, who are trying to entertain. There, 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 there are some places you go there and you see that the, the way I want to fire, I'm not getting the ability. These people are wasting the time. Which is one of the essential commodity God gives to one. One of the best gifts God gives to you is time. We all have 24 hours. Depends on how you manage your own. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So, when that prophetic defining moment comes, there is that edge you want to pray. Your sleeping becomes short, short. You sleep a little bit, you wake up. And then you just want to find a place to go and pray. And you're just looking for a friend that used to pray. If you live around a place that is a park there, you are going there to go and pray. You are finding a place to go and pray. Now, once you see that sign, it's a sign that something is coming. Number two, I also told you that when you come to the place of prophetic defining moment, Jesus Christ. Do you remember what you wrote? There will be demonic confrontation. The devil will come after you. He can read from the zodiac and know that you are close. He can tell that something is about to happen. He knows that your years of prayer is going to break. There is that, you see, that, that, what do you mean by the air to pray? Cornelius, Cornelius, got close to his defining moment. Where he's going to be the first Gentile whose name entered the book of life. And when Peter went to his, I said, three days ago, I was fasting. When the angel came, that is Acts chapter 10 and verse number 30 to 32. He said, three days ago, I was fasting. Now watch this. Now, the angel came from Acts chapter 10 from verse 1. The Bible said that there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the bank called the Italian band. The, so it means that he's not a Jew. He's an Italian. He was representing the Roman citizen as an army when they, they, they controlled the Jewish people. And the Bible said there was that, that man, he's a devout man. One that fear God with all his house and pray to God always. He prayed to God always. But when his defining moment came, he added fasting. So when you jump to verse number 30, you will see that Peter has had a vision because Peter would never go and preach to a gentle man. So God gave him a vision at Joppa when he was at the top waiting for food to be clear. And then he had a vision of uh, unclean animals. And after that, he has to go to Cornelius' house. And Cornelius said to him, four days ago, I was fasting. Four days ago, I was fasting. He has been praying always, but when his prophetic defining moment came, he added fasting. And that brought a vivid encounter that make this man name enter the book of life. The Holy Ghost was poured on them so much that Peter remembered the day of Pentecost. And he came back and said, the Lord gave them the spirit as he gave it to us. I saw them 
pray in tongues and prophesy. Instant. People who have never been born again. Instant encounter with the Holy Ghost. They pray in the spirit and prophesy. When your divine movement comes, spiritual things doesn't become a struggle. The way you struggle to pray, the way you struggle to seek the face of God, the way you are fasting and taking about, when that prophetic divine movement comes, there will be that. But there will be a demonic confrontation. The devil will react. He will react. I'm telling you. He will what? React. One of, one of my, one of our portrayals in America told me a story. There have been a lot of problems about his documentation and stuff like that. He did this and they will say that they can't. And he, he did the last one. And when he did it, they sent him a letter that they're supposed to give him a date for an interview. And they sent him a letter that they don't know when they are going to give the date. And that was the time they sent the letter that the Jehu anointing arrived. She went straight to his mailbox and anointed the mailbox. And declared prophetically by Jehu anointing. Any Jezebelic spirits that is fighting my documentation. I release God's judgment over there. Four days after, another letter came and with the date for interview. Instant he reacted. When your prophetic defining moment comes, Satan can give you the bad news first. It means that your prophetic defining moment has come. He will tell you something contrary to what you want to hear. Are you getting it? Huh? And once you see that, that's what I told you on Friday, I said that. When Jesus was on his way to go and deliver the man at Gadara who had demons in him, the Bible said there was a storm on the sea. He was asleep, wake up and rebuke the storm. So, even when you're defining momentum, your deliverance can be attacked. Because the devil knows that they are on their way to come and help you. Now, do you remember? Do you remember that before Daniel got the greatest revelation about the end time with an angelic visitation, there was a, a decree that nobody should pray? Now, I'm telling you, listen to me. They don't care to make a law for the whole country because of you. Somebody didn't hear what I said. Now, if you look at the legislation law, the Bible didn't tell us what is the population at that time. But the reason for that law from the parliament is because of one person. You are so valuable that Satan can legislate just because of you. That is why I told you that sometimes eh, <laughs> you can know the hand of God upon your life by the battles that come to you. The kind of battle because the size of your enemy determines the size of your blessing. The size of your enemy determines the size of your reward. So you can tell. You can tell the way God sees you by the enemies that comes after you. That is it. Amen. Amen. When your prophetic defining movement comes, the enemy will react. Straight, the devil will react. He will show up and try to let you know that this thing that is happening is never going to happen. And when you see those things, don't just misinterpret it that this thing is going far. When you see the enemies are gathering and they are reinforcing the attack, it's a sign you are close to a breakthrough. Amen. When the prophetic defining moment came for us to come to Portis, it didn't come by uh, you sitting there and God saying, now you are in Tema. Uh, wake up. It came by throwing your things away. 
It moves you from a condition building to apatasy. It has not been destiny has ended. Once you see those things, it means that something is coming. Once you see the devil reacts, it's a sign that something is coming. Hallelujah. Amen. Third sign. When your prophetic defining moment comes, in the midst of all the attack, your heart will be at peace. Have you noticed that when there was a storm on the sea, Jesus was asleep? Did you hear what I said? Jesus was what? Asleep. How many of you have found yourself in a place that you are going through problems, but people are bringing their problems to you? <laughs> have you come to the place that you know you don't have it, but everybody thinks we're a millionaire? That means that God has shown people how you are going to become. Amen. There is no need to go and tell them. That is not the time. Remember I told you, in the realms of the spirit, your voice is your address. What you say is what you have. You are snared by your words. Are you getting it? So when your prophetic defining moment comes, even when the devil reacts, your heart will be at peace. Number four, when your prophetic defining moment comes, there will be a natural praise from your heart. You don't need instruments and organs and musicians. When you wake up in the morning, the praise will start from your heart. In fact, let me tell you something. Sometimes you will sing a song that you have not heard it from anywhere. You are the composer and arranger of that song. You will see the song just coming naturally from your heart. When you see, and it comes at the time when you are fighting battles. Rejoice and again I say rejoice. So when you see, when your prophetic defining moment comes, there will be a natural flow of praise and worship from your heart. You may be owing, but you'll be singing. There may not be money in your pocket, but somewhere, somewhere, when you come to church and they start singing praises, you'll be the first to jump on the platform and start dancing. People will not understand, but it's a sign that your prophetic defining moment is coming. Something is about to happen. Something is about to happen. There is about to be a shift in the realms of the spirit. Does somebody know what I'm talking about? You wake up in the morning and you start singing. You are in your car and you start. In fact, in fact, if you are not lucky, and then you find yourself in maybe one of these Christian radio stations, they start singing worship. You see tears started running from your eyes. It's not a tears of sadness, but it, it increases your love for God. You don't even know how God. The thing is coming from the inside, and 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 and, and it's not that everything around you is okay. If our people around you may even think that something is wrong with you, why is it that you are going through all this? You just lost your job. Just lost this title, just lost this campaign. But why are you still singing and dancing in church? It seems that your prophetic defining moment has come. A breakthrough is just about to praise and worship. Praise and worship. Hallelujah. It just rises up from your heart. You don't, you cannot explain it. 
you cannot explain what is happening to you. I am not saying that it comes. Some of you are trying to, let me show you the difference between praises and worship. Some of you think that praises is hot song and worship is slow song. A lot of charismatic believe that. So when we say, yeah, that was you. It's worship. praise. No. The difference between praise and worship is not a hot song and a slow song. Amen. Are you getting what I'm talking about? <laughs> I will give you a little bit of it. One of them is somebody who just got a car as a gift and come to church and started the moment Pastor Martin lift up the song, he is the first to jump there. The reason for the praise is because of the car. But there's another one who was just fired and came to church. And when we started worshiping, they jumped into the power. So now I've given you the two, but I've not told you which one is praise and worship. I'll tell you tomorrow. So if you wait till breakthrough comes before you done, then you are not a worshiper. You are not a worshiper. That brings you to the place of what the Bible calls patient, which is a pillar of faith. Patient does not mean waiting for 10 years for results. No. That is not, not mean the Bible definition for patient in connection with faith. The word patient in connection with faith is that when you are not changing in every circumstance, you remain the same in every circumstance. Means that you are walking by patient. Whether there is money, you won't change. Whether there is no money, you won't change. Your, it, it doesn't affect your worship in God. It does not affect your worship in God. It does not affect your worship with God. That means that you are walking in patience. Are you getting what I'm talking about? When the breakthrough delay, you don't change. When the breakthrough is there, we can't show it. It does not affect your mood. It does not affect it. It is easy to see some people in church and by their facial expression, you can know they have a problem. Have you ever met some people and said, is everything okay? How did you know that? Because thought has voice. Thought has voice. Now get, get this one, get this one, get this one, get this one. All of them are in prison. The butler and the baker has a dream. And by the dream they are depressed. Joseph came, the one who is a worshiper came and said, Ah, life is good. Why are you people so that? Is anything what's going on? Tell me what's the problem. Life is good. All of them are prisoners. But the depression has not affected them. He was in prison for <laughs> for attempting or being a rapist when he is still a virgin. My goodness. Can you imagine you are accused of being a rapist or rape when you are still a virgin? And so, hear this. All these guys are depressed. And he told them, please, tell me. Tell me what is going on. And they told them the story. He said, no problem. I will give you the interpretation. Listen to me. For you to be in prison and still have the sound mind to interpret dream and to pick the voice of God. It seems that your circumstance has no impact on you. You hear what I just said? For you to be in prison 
of a false accusation and for you to still have the sound mind to pick the voice of God and help other prisoners in fact let me tell you something when Joseph entered the prison all the prison officers retired from their job the Bible says all the things were committed into his hand so more or less technically he was a prison officer Open for some people. Here. I hear the Lord say, I'm going to watch over the way we are preaching to perform. I see stories are changing, stories are about to change. I see obstacles are about to be removed, barriers are about. Receive the anointing to pray as you get close to your defining moment. Receive the grace to worship. Now listen. Listen. The danger comes when God brings these things and you suppress them. Because of your, I have to preach you the other side of it. The Holy Ghost is a gentleman. It's not like the devil who forced himself on you. He's a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. That's why we are singing. You shine like a The Holy Spirit is Jesus without limit. So when Jesus came in the flesh, he was in one place at one time. She can be on one, one particular place at a particular time. So it's, it's expedient for you that I go. If I go, the comforter, Paracritus, a type of mankind. It's like me. But the only difference is I'm limited, he is not. So Jesus can be in one place at one time, but the Holy Ghost can be. So it's the same thing. That's why we call them three in one God. Are you getting it? I will send the comforter, the comforter. He will come. When the, the spirit of truth has come, are you getting it? And because Jesus is gentle, the Holy Ghost is gentle. So he will not going to force himself on you. He will just activate and break you. So you tap and say, get up to pray. The reason you have to pray is that your divine moment is coming. Hear this. Hear this. Do you remember Jesus went to the baptism of John the Baptist? And the moment he was baptized, the Bible said the heavens was open. And the Holy Ghost descended like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. He said, This is my beloved son. But right after that, he was led to the wilderness. So when your prophetic defining moment comes, you will be on waiting. And that's what I'm trying to say. You wait upon the Lord. Hallelujah. When it comes, don't suppress it. When your prophetic defining moment comes and the devil is reacting, don't conclude that your breakthrough has stopped. No. Because Satan cannot outsmart God. It's not possible. It's not possible. When your prophetic defining moment comes, what is the next thing I said? What is the third one? There's a natural flow of what? There's a natural flow of praise and worship. The first one is a strong desire to pray. The strong, there will be a strong demonic confrontation. Your heart will be at peace is the third one. 
Hallelujah. In the midst of all the attack, it's connected to the second one. In the midst of all the attack and the confrontation, there is something you cannot, you cannot deny about it. Even though everything around you seems to be going to the opposite direction, but you'll be at rest. You'll be at peace. No. Because I know my Redeemer liveth. Hallelujah. Are you getting it? Strong desire to fast and pray. When that time comes, that is the time that thing that hit you people that you go on a long fast. You may not be on love for three days. We may not be into fasting. Bible says, we be a Kenya on second fasting. And then, because fasting and prayer is not together, it's end. He said, this kind of slogan is set by fasting and prayer. This is a fasting with prayer. So fasting has its place and prayer has its place. But when you combine the two, it's a missile. It's a missile against the enemy. Are you getting it? Now, there will be a strong demonic confrontation. That's what, once your prophetic defining moment comes, the devil will react. No two ways about it. Hallelujah. He will react. That's, he's doing his job. <clears throat> Amen. Just before Jesus came and said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, he was, he was sent to the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Three times. Mm-hmm. And when you see temptation, the devil said, and Jesus said, the devil said, and Jesus said, the devil said, and Jesus said. When the devil said, what are you saying? When Satan speaks, what do you say? There is something we call battle of West. You must win the war in the spirit. You must win the war of West before you win the war of works. Hear this. Hear this. Hear this. So I'm trying to tell you that when your, when your defining moment comes, the devil will react. Mm. Nobody knew David until Goliath showed up. Mm. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Nobody knew about David. But remember, before the physical battle started, there was a battle of words. And the Philistine cursed David by his ghost. The battle of West actually did not start with David. It started with Saul. Thy servant, let no man's heart fail you. Thy servant to go and fight with this Philistine. Saul said, you are not able to fight with this Philistine. That's where the battle started. Now here the both of them, eh, what convinced Saul was the testimony of David. I'm trying to keep the last thing, but you are pushing me. When your prophetic defining moment comes and your faith is down, you hear a testimony. That will lift up your faith. Hear this. David said, thy servant catch his father's sheep. And a lion will come. And when the lion comes, I go after the lion. And took the sheep from his mouth. The bear will come. I go after the bear. And took the sheep his camp. When he finished, Saul said, go and check it. Go and the Lord be with you. Hear this. Mary told the angel, how can this be? His prophetic defining moment has come. But he has never heard a woman getting pregnant without a man. How can this be since I don't know a man? It means that the say and say and say has gone on. The angel will say, you will say it. Hey, that, that I highly fear the Lord is with you. And he was troubled about the salutation. And he said, you are blessed among women. He was not moved by that one. You are going to conceive and have a son. How can this be? I don't understand what you are talking about. This is a physical interruption between a man and an angel. 
the angel spoke and the angel came back and said, even your cousin Elizabeth, even your cousin Elizabeth, she is pregnant six months. Pregnant. Mary said, no, I want to hear that again. What did you say? I know, I know her. I know what you are talking about. I know her. No, 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 no. We can't even find her date of birth. You say what? That is what Mary went to inquire. Uh-huh. After that, Mary went to find out. Is it true? The Bible said when they arrived there, John the Baptist and Jesus began to call. He said, when I heard your salutation, the baby in my womb began to leap. Subconscious. It is not possible for your prophetic defining moment to come. That God will not let you hear testimony by the year of your spirit. The one you hear by the year of your natural year, you doubt it. And the reason the testimony becomes a dispatch rather is that you yourself, your life is about to become a testimony. So everything begat its kind. You produce after your kind. What you hear is what will come out of you. When your prophetic defining moment comes and you're about to step into your destiny, you will hear a testimony that will lift your faith and after that you yourself will become a testimony. Everybody will look at you and ask you, how did you do it? Mary has become a testimony. David's name cannot be brought out. Let me tell you something. They said, God told me something that shocked me. There are people who die with their name. And there are people who die and their name never die. So there are certain names eh? once you die, it's gone. There are certain people, so when they die, their name still continues. It's not possible. So there is an anointing that makes you go to be with the Lord, but your name is still hanging around. Yes, there are people like that. Because if you don't take care, you can have the anointing to give. You can have the faith to give. But you, cannot, you don't seem to have the faith to receive. Mm. When your prophetic moment comes, number six, there will be uncommon grace to give. Hey. There will be some uncommon desire and grace. I'm not talking about giving to church. That's why you go to your wardrobe and start packing your dresses and looking for somebody to give. When you see that desire has come, it means that something is about to happen. Something is about to happen. You want to give a car? You want to give a land? When that prophetic defining moment comes, there will be unusual grace to give. And the tea will give you sleepless night. If your prophetic defining moment comes and you become stingy, you have locked the heavens on your head. I'm not talking about the one that you love a cheerful giver. There is that desire. You remove your wig and give it to somebody. Jesus Christ. You sit to people in the trotter, you want to pay for them. You take your dress, you want to distribute it. When it comes to church, you are looking for an opportunity to give. When you sense that thing, you are close to a breakthrough. That's unusual, uncommon grace to give. Give the Lord a clap offering. I remember many years ago when I went to church and I gave mankind my wife car. Later, my spiritual father called me and said, no, 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 no. You listen. He gave me cancer and said, listen. Not everybody has the kind of aggressive faith you have. You give your car, but give your wife own. I said, Papa, it's already gone. That's right. Nobody takes 
Can you take offering? Can you put an offering to the altar and come back and take a change? I said, why is gone? It's gone. But it shows something inside me. It's an intoxication. That is the time that when you come from, when you are in a church where you have been polluted and you have heard from wrong people and they tell you things like they use the money, they themselves enjoy the money and then they cut off your giving. You will mix your visitation. These are things I've seen happen to people over the years in church. You can come to church and people will kill your giving. But telling you things that you have not investigated to find out. Are you getting what I'm talking about? I learned how to give from the beginning. It was in 21 days first when I received the giving grace. God, God brought it to me. Zoom. Don't ask me money again. Pray for me to give you grace to be a giver. I went on a long fast and God brought the giving grace to me. When your prophetic divine moment comes and Satan steals your giving, he has stolen your destiny. Because nothing comes from heaven until something first leaves the earth. So when that divine moment comes, you can give your car and walk. Because something is coming. That is more than what we are giving now. Anything you hold is a harvest. When you release it, it's a seed. Your miracle is in your seed. I pray for you that the devil will not steal your giving at your prophetic defining moment. If you are shouting hallelujah, you are the one I'm talking about. I say if you are shouting amen, you are the one I'm talking about. Put your hands together and give the Lord a shout of praise. Have you come to the place that you just want to give? Sometimes, when that thing comes, you can give all you have. You don't even think of how much is left. You give all you have. Amen. You give everything you have. You don't care. The widow of Zarephath, his prophetic defining moment came. The last meal to eat and die, he gave it to the prophet. And that is what make cake party continue for three and a half years in his house. That means that when every house was hungry, that house has cake party every day. Can you think about the fact that cake is eaten in occasion, but they were eating it every day? Well, it will be the last one. That one. Can I leave it and preach it tomorrow? You are the only people who can draw things out of a man of God, if you is already. When your prophetic defining moment comes, your destiny helpers will be released. Oh, I like those who are shouting and praising. Something is about to happen to them. Something is about to happen to them. I say when your prophetic defining moment, when you are about to step into a breakthrough, your destiny helpers will be released. Your destiny, I call them destiny helpers. I call them destiny helpers. I call them destiny helpers. They can come from the United States. They can come from Africa. They can come from Europe. They may be born again or not. They may know Christ or not. It can be the devil himself. God will use any chain that is available.
week is a week of an encounter. Amen. This week is a week of an encounter. Amen. When your destiny, prophetic defining moment comes, your destiny helpers. Listen, let me tell you this. They don't need to. They don't need to try to look at your name. They will smell you. Hey. Oh no 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 no! Favor has an aroma. Yes, sir. I say favor has an aroma. I say favor has an aroma. Whatever you go, they can smell your presence. They will be in America, but they will smell you in Ghana. They will be in Asia, but they will smell you. They will be in Europe, but they will smell you. When your prophetic defining moment comes, your destiny helpers will be released. Amen. Give the Lord a clap of it. Listen, you pick speed in the spirit and you put it from January to December. Now, there is another thing I'm going to show you. When that prophetic destiny moment comes, if your breakthrough supposed to appear in this junction, this is your breakthrough, and you are not there yet, it must wait till you meet you at the door. <laughs> somebody understanding what I'm the dangerous thing we are going to show. So you will not be late. You will not be go ahead of me. You will not be faster than me. You must meet me at the right place, at the right time. And if I'm not there, you wait till I arrive. Hear this. I saw this like a diagram in the spirit. God showed to me like a cartoon. This is the breakthrough. Some of you, eh? whilst you are here, the breakthrough got there. And because he didn't meet you, also for move, then the breakthrough passed. So when you got there, God told me where's my breakthrough. The devil has made it pass. That is why I say that in the spiritual, your voice is your address. Anything you don't speak to will not change. So we are going to come to the place that if you get there and I'm not there, wait. People have taken favor. They only put it on January. So February to December is a struggle. The Lord showed me to what I'm going to show you. How to take favor in the spirit. Because the realm of the spirit eh, is the mother of the physical realm. Did you hear what I just said? It is the spirit realm that birthed the physical realm. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And God is a spirit. And so the spirit realm birthed. So this realm is the mother. So if I have a mother, then that is my source. Hear this. If I have a source, then that is where I take my livelihood from. My mother took care of me. I shook her breast milk and I did all kinds of things before I came here. Now watch this. Many things that will come as a blessing, eh? it will come. Faith itself by things in the spirit. So the currency of the spirit is faith. Hear this. The currency of the spiritual realm is what? Faith. The realm of the spirit currency is what? Faith. And I'm saying to you that tomorrow I'm going to show you how to take speed. You pick speed in the spirit. Then you say January to December, take it. It means that I will not be fast in January and be slow in February. 
is for tomorrow. That is for tomorrow. Hey. Is somebody getting what I'm talking about? Hey. Now, now. Then I'm going to show you something. Then I'm going to show you something. Then I'm going to show you something. Give me some clothes. Give me something. I wish I get a mat or something. Now listen. Tomorrow I'm going to show you that. There is something we call up and downs in life. Today you are up, tomorrow you are down. Ah. There is a place you can enter the spirit realm and fold up and down. <sighs> you fold it like this and you tell it that from today you are not part of my life. Ah. You are not going to be part of my life. Ah. I am folding you and throwing you away. That from today, I declare that you will not be part of my life. My life will not be up and down. That today, yesterday I was blessed and tomorrow I'm broke. And the asterisk has blessed. You are going to fold delay. Amen. I'll give those scriptures. Now lift up your two and five minutes of prayer. When your time of breakthrough comes, your destiny helpers. Yes. Somebody say destiny helpers. Destiny helpers. Ha! I can tell you, I've met few ones in my life. <laughs> few ones. My first sleepless night check was 15 years ago. Do you know sleepless night check? A check you receive and you can't sleep. I called the man and I said, it's a mistake. The money you gave to me is a mistake. So, prof, it's not a mistake. I said, what, what's the mistake? I said, I think the amount. Uh, he said, oh, please. What is it? When I tell him, he said, no, 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 it's not a mistake, it's part payment. Hey. The original breakthrough has not come. This is a deposit from me. Some of you have not made destiny helpers after today. Without destiny helpers. Hey. One day I asked God a question. When you told Joseph and Jesus to run to Egypt, how are they going to live? Ah. Okay. No job. Mm. This lady just delivered a child. Can, 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 if he's working, he's supposed to be in maternity leave. So why, what would Joseph do? No accommodation, no nothing. He said, have you forgotten the gold, the mare, and the frankincense? So the wise men, the gift they give to Jesus, Part of them was gold. You can't take gold to any nation and sell it. Who get somebody to buy? So the wise men were not just people looking. They were destiny helpers. Ay, 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 ay. Without destiny helpers, without, you will live by your salary till Jesus comes. Believe what God is going to do in your life tomorrow. Ah. It's not everything you buy. There are things you get as a gift. Jesus. Even Jesus right from his infancy has destiny helpers. It may be somebody that mentions your name somewhere. That's all. The baker was David's destiny helper. Which one? Is it the battler or the which one died? 
The baker died, Anna. The baker died. So it's a battle. Who mentioned the vicinity? The Ketra, he died. Aquanem said, Oh, no, Johnny Bibo didn't chin Gumuma Pharaoh. Your chin got to prison. Pharaoh and General David Catchers, who will be a man of moment chin trade and motion. Sha, I see, Nana. I have remembered my sins. There is a Hebrew boy. If you can be remembered, you can be forgotten. When your defining moment comes and you are about to break through, it cannot happen without destiny helpers. Because there is no self-made man. It's the law of life. Magnet. When you wind it, it has a way of attracting the people. When your time of breakthrough comes, you attract destiny helpers. Amen. You are not going to look for them, or you will attract them. There is an aroma God will put on your life. Eh? You will attract destiny helpers. Lift your hands, say, Father. As I lift my voice in prayer, wherever my destiny helpers are, let them locate me. Cry to God. Cry, cry, cry. Open your mouth and pray. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Veld Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.